Golf is a four-letter word. Ah, oh, fuck. This is the Water Hazard Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Water Hazard Podcast. I am Gary Leg. With me is Max Kleiner and producer Jason PJ. Guys, um, a lot of news around golf today. Obviously, we saw the we we all heard the news. We've all read the news, and hopefully, it's good news by the time you're listening to this tomorrow morning, which will be Wednesday. Tiger was in a car accident day. The car the car flipped. He's in surgery. Um, it seems there may be some broken legs, some broken ankles. You know, everything's still speculative. We don't have an official report yet. Um, so obviously, we need to talk about we need to talk about Tiger because he basically is golf. And uh, I guess my initial takeaway is this sucks. Um, it basically means we're not going to see him most likely this year. I'm going to assume there's no way he's playing this year. And I guess my biggest takeaway is like, it kind of sucks the most because he, he's probably not going to get a chance to play in the Ryder. He's not going to get a chance to play in the Ryder cup. And uh, you know, with him aging and now injuries piling up on him, that, that this might've been the last time we get to see him, but what was kind of everyone's reaction to, uh, to the news with tiger today? Uh, yeah, look, obviously super scary. Um, I think, it's funny. I, I was at a lot of meetings today at work and suddenly my like phone was blowing up and yeah. like, I, I, I looked down like literally like my mom had a missed call from my mom, like my you know friend text chains were all going crazy. And I like looked down and um, literally like my mom texted like Tiger Woods was in a bad accident. I was yeah. like, oh, Jesus. Um, so like, I, you know, I immediately pulled up Twitter um, and uh, my first thought was like, he's dead. I was like, that, that was my is, initial fear. I was wrecked. He's, yeah, he's when dead. I heard, I saw when Kyle texted me out of nowhere, he's like, Tiger Woods flipped his car. I was like, shit. I was like, we can't lose Tiger. Like, that would have been, that, I don't think we would have recorded the podcast tonight. No, I mean, how could you? That That's, that would be brutal. That that's literally would be, and it sucked that we're, we're even talking about this. That would be losing the most dominating athlete um, in golf in our lifetime. And then obviously, um, you have to just wish Tiger and his family the best. So hopefully everything goes out. You know, hopefully um, we learned that there was no nonsense going on with the car or anything like that, or, you know, yeah. contributing factors. Um, hopefully it's just, you know, there was a deer in the road. He swear he swerved and fell off. We don't know if that's true. It's just, that's, you just kind of hope it was just a, truly an accident. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like that spot in the road, they were saying has has a good amount of accidents it's kind of like a weird spot you know look you're totally right you just sort of hope there's nothing going on and and hopefully right. it's just an accident and you know look i'll be sitting like it's 8 30 i'm sitting here right now and i'm actually a little bit of relieved that it's broken legs and yeah not you know uh broken back you know yeah dead, so and that's like, that's God that's Almighty. the most that was the most um annoying thing because he, he back to kind of transition away to riviera he's on the broadcast on sunday talking about you know he's waiting for one more thing to heal he has an mri yeah. um you know it sounded like he was hopeful to try and play in the masters this year obviously that most likely isn't happening now um so hopefully if anything comes to this, uh, it's just injuries to the leg and it's nothing to do with his back so he can get his back. And I mean, it's really like, we're talking about this where we just want to see him play again, but I really do hope he's just healthy because yeah, I don't want to lose no. it. it. just want Tiger to be Tiger. So that's, that's all. Yeah. Um, but yeah. that's enough speculatory talk on Tiger. It's obviously we have to talk about it's a golf podcast. So you got to talk about the greatest golfer of all time. Um, but let's talk about, let's transition to over a very good tournament over the weekend, a good field. Um, 
interesting storylines the whole way. It comes down to playoffs hole, playoff holes. Max Homa, uh, ice water in his veins. At, you know, the, the shot on 18 to get within three feet, missing the three-foot putt. Like, literally everyone yeah. stood over that putt and seen the putt lip out. And then just the ability to rebound the shot um, in the playoff off the tr- – like, you know, near the tree, puts it in three, makes the putt, puts the pressure on Finau, who just crumbles again. Max, what was your, kind of your takeaways from the Riviera this week? Uh, you know, I, it was, I have a lot of takeaways actually, because I had all, I mean, I had all kinds of things going on. I, I, I was rooting hard for Pat Cantlay, who was right there yeah. on, I mean, on Saturday afternoon, he birdies the 11th hole to get into solo second. I think he was like three shots back. I was like, Oh, he was, he was looking good. And then I, he just literally forgot how to putt three putts, 12 is the short one. On, he basically was a total disaster after that. And I, I don't know why, but that was, so that was disappointing. I was, I was following that. Um, I think on the more positive side, um, Finau, well, well, it's sort of, you know, same old story, but yeah, I mean, electric Sunday comes up short. Joe, I mean, what a round. What was he minus I mean, eight? Yeah. I mean, it was his Sunday round was, I mean, shades of, I mean, shades of tiger. I mean, it was, it was, he was hunting. That, that was the interesting thing. He was, I, I think I tweeted, I, I think after maybe his, after like the eighth hole and I just tweeted him, I was like, are we really doing this? Like, is this what we're doing I today? Know. And he just sticks <laughs> around. It was, he, it, it was, a, it was actually a pleasure to watch him play up into the playoff hole. holes. I, I should say. I know it was it, like, it was, we sort of throw this around, but it was electric. I mean, there was all kinds of stuff going on. You had Finau who like literally was, I swear, I was looked at the leaderboard in the morning and I actually, I bet him in the morning. Um, As did I, I threw, I threw a couple shekels down on him. I was like, if there's ever, I threw a top five on him. So I won, but like, he's one of those guys on Sunday. If he's around, he can float to the top. Well, it was like, it was the perfect setup. It was like, he was like, uh, I'm trying, I'm trying to see exactly exactly how many shots back he was but i think he was like five under and and um burns was uh 11 or 12 under to start today i mean he was a good amount back but you're sitting there like this is this is tony finau's round like this is how he's going to win a tournament he's going to come from way back shoot a crazy round and he's not mm-hmm. going to have a chance to sort of choke you know what i mean on a ball strikers course too which he is mm-hmm. i mean they they talked about you know his his frustrations with the putter and that's it's kind of what let him down today i mean that wow. putt, that putt in the playoff hole. I mean, that was that was what was that? It had to be a six and a half foot putt. Like that wasn't an easy putt. And it, you know, it's just like it's if it, that's it. It literally is. Are we really doing this? Like, is this finally going to be the time? Because you know he'll be floating around on Sunday again this week. I think I like him this week, <laughs> which is hilarious. I almost took him too. Um, um I also I also might have taken struggles of Tony him. are becoming. Um, yeah, oh, all right. There you so, go. Um, a lot, well, a lot of conce- the concession on this podcast is uh, so Tony Finau. Right. So you got you had Tony Finau right, looking like he might do it. Um, and I, I, I bet him to win like on Sunday morning just to kind of hedge a little bit. But it wasn't his odds were nothing spectacular, so it wasn't big. But I was he was I think he was like six thousand plus six thousand plus seven thousand at the beginning of the week. I just felt like. 
this is such a big field. Like, I think he can, he's going to play well, but I mean, to win, he's got to be Dustin. He's got to be so likable too. Like he's, he's so likable. And he, he does a podcast called get a grip with Mm -hmm. Shane Bacon. And I I haven't had a chance to listen, but he's already, they've already recorded since he won. And I'm I'm guessing that's going to be an awesome, awesome listen. Another, another quick, like shout out to another pod, uh, no laying up had him. I guess they're, they're kind of boys with him, mm-hmm. and he calls in, in like the last 10 minutes of the episode, um, like right after he had won. So, yep. I mean, it was pretty cool to hear his initial reaction. Um, also just, a, just a cool story. He also gets to stay on tour for three more years, winning an elevated event, which is huge for him. And, uh, yeah. one of the greatest call time comes back. PFT Conner tweets at him because, because he cried, get his man card and he just responds back. I'll just buy a new one. <laughs> it was kind of flexing on people. I loved that response. Um, the there's there's two more storylines I wanted to get into. Two, one, Sam Burns. Um, damn, <laughs> he's a leader after the third round. He's playing really well, and he just goes out and kind of shrivels in the fourth round, which is frustrating. Well, and and not even that. I mean, he was. I think he was four under on the front nine. He looked. He was cruising. Yeah, and, and he actually had the opportunity to kind of get back into it. I think once Finau made the putt. It kind of took him out of it um, to get – it was the 17. No, it wasn't 17. I don't know why I'm coming up with number 17. But he Fino essentially puts it there. Homer gets up there, has a chance to win it, and then Sam Burns is essentially out of it at the point. But, you know, his – I guess it was like the last five holes. It just didn't – it didn't really break his way. I mean, it, look, it's tough for any of these guys. He was leading the tournament, you know, for three and a half rounds. Yeah, he had that's to sleep a, on the lead three that's times. That's a long time a to read a to lead a tournament and not just any tournament. You're sort of holding off the best players in the world. It's just I mean, literally holding off the best player in the world. Was, Dustin Johnson went out with him on the yeah. last group. I mean, it was impressive. I I think he played very like I'm very impressed. I I I would even I wouldn't even say he choked. I just think it was asking a lot of him to to pull that through. And he I mean, he hung tough, and he still had a chance on 18. I mean, we we literally talked about this. If it was last week or two weeks, he's going to win out here. Oh, it's yeah. It's only a matter of time. And yeah, he, he ended third. I mean, it's not like he fell, like, all yeah, no, right he, way down. It just, it just seemed like in the last five holes, like, he just desperately needed to make a shot, and he wasn't getting it. Yeah. It, like, he needed a scoring hole, and he, he couldn't get it. That was the frustrating thing. He couldn't score. And, I, you know, so I, I think – Looking back, that's a real – it's obviously a very strong performance, but even the fact that he didn't pull out the W is is, is okay in my book. I yeah. think that was he, asking – Spieth-esque, being like, hey, I'm just trying to get my game back. Or he danced around again. I don't really want to get into Jordan Spieth. We've had a lot of Jordan yeah. Spieth talk on the pod. But, you know, it's nice to see him playing well. I another did winner. want to – what do you got, Peach? No, just – I had Jordan Spieth just okay. saying. Yeah, another, I just wanted to make winner. sure. Uh, want to gloat. I, PJ real, did nice take Riviera this week. Top so. 30, good one. Um, <laughs> your super system works, it's right? The super Pete? system, yes. Um, so the the other thing I had to say is I know Max needs to talk about Adam Scott's outfit choices because he texted uh. me saying I need to talk about these. But before <laughs> before we turn mm. it over to this, Dustin Johnson, throw that hat in the river. Good guy. Oh. Also, Dustin Johnson, a little little bit of a disappointing. I thought I thought that was his tournament to lose uh, on Sunday. Every and tournament just, is his he, to lose. Yeah, he, he. It just seemed like if you're going out, if he's going out in the last group with the chance, he's he, he's just playing so above better than everyone right yeah. now. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like, here we go again. DJ's going to win, which 
is annoying because I think it's frustrating when he wins, but every time Tiger wins, I get jacked up because there's just that's the difference of of the two of the two uh, superstars. But yeah, all time. The the I don't know if anyone saw the meme, but the yeah, it was theater, all time. Yeah, I mean, I wish I wasn't wearing this fucking hat. Like <laughs> that is so it, stupid. It was, a, it was a tough hat. It's so dumb. Taylor made most fugazi. They listen. I'm open to any sponsorship. Taylor made the door might be closed on you. Yeah, I their their hat <laughs> yeah. their hat situation is not great. No, um, we and we'll, we'll circle back on on some sartorial items, but um, I think we sh- we need to hit on the playoff a little bit, but also, I mean, Homa literally missed a three foot putt to win, which was, which was- like watching. Ooh a nightmare play out right in front of you on live TV. It was crazy because they, they called on the hot mic, like just go right at the cup. And Faldo goes, no, like right away. Faldo was like, I don't think so. I think you've got to play this right, like outside right to the cup and let it come back. And it obviously lips out. I think they, I think they announced jinxed him. I swear one of no, one of the-, the announce Faldo literally was saying, he's like, this is not straight. Like they're saying, like they need to play this outside. Right. And it, it went right away. No, but I I think one of them said something like like he was like nineteen for like in the entire like in the past three rounds in the tournament yeah. anything plus well, yeah. minus four feet he was like perfect or he missed like well, one. PJ, I forget what the actual stat is, but if you're if you're three feet or in like your your make percentage is crazy high. This happened to Shoffley last year, didn't it? Like he he hit he missed a knee mm, knocker. I don't know, but it's I mean it never happens. This was like. I mean, this it was, was tough to win the this, tournament to miss a three-footer. I mean, and at that point, you're thinking, okay, Tony, this is it. This is, he He's finally going to get his break. Yeah. It's going to happen a, for Tony. That's literally a, my first thought. Yeah, at an elevated event, too. Like, not the Puerto Rico Open. No, he was no. He's going to go win a major event. Like, one of the most historic courses he's going to go win on. Absolutely. So, they, so I'm like, okay, they're going to go to the – they're going to the 10th hall. And then he, Fino hits basically a perfect – you know, he, his leave on, on 10 was pretty good. I'm not sure you're going to leave it much better. And yeah. Homa puts it right next to the tree. And I'm like doubly thinking, okay, oh, yeah. this is Tony's time. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> then, well, I mean, Homa's shot off the tree. It was ridiculous. The initial, the initial camera angle on that was like, that's, you have to just pitch it out and try and get it. Yeah, up and down it was a little misleading, right? But like right away, they show it. He, he says on no laying up, it's a hooded sand wedge, and he just kind of, chipped it up within like three feet like it was it was a sick shot once he makes that shot i'm like he's gonna he's gonna win that shot was un unbelievably good and for what it's worth he hit a couple of shots on that hole throughout the week the bunker shot the up and down he made on saturday was out fucking outrageous outrageous how good that was and that shot i mean he you know he he may sit there and be like oh just hooded what like no yeah, that green it, is like yeah, not very big, and you know it could, if it comes the 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 Kikuya grass there is sticky, so it's not the I don't think it's the easiest to bump and run in. Like so, the Kikuya pissed me off on ten because I feel like everyone was trying to drive it up short and roll it up, and it just got stuck in the Kikuya every stuck. time. Let me tell you something, ten big fraud. That was a big fraud week for ten. Interesting. I actually have I, I've sort of changed my mind a bit, but hold on. We have to talk about Tony now because okay. Tony, Tony has a chance with for what I think is a very makeable up and down 
to close the door. So Homa hits a great shot. Don't get me, don't get me wrong, but he still has about, you know what, 10 to 15 feet for birdie, whatever it was. Tony's sitting there thinking, if I can knock this stiff, you know, if I get a chip up close, I'm taking this thing. And far be it for me to say, but I didn't think it was a great chip. I mean, it wasn't a good chip out of the bunker at all. No, no, he wasn't in the. Uh, no, no, wait, no. no, it was the bunker on the next hole, right? Yeah, he was. He yeah. was in the fair. It was fine. He left himself a good, in a good spot. And to me, I felt like he, you know, could have got that within three or four feet, no problem. Instead, he leaves himself six feet on the wrong side of the hole. He's got a, like six foot downhill left to right big breaker, like the worst putt you could possibly have. Homa misses, and of course, Finau misses. But he, I like, I, I, I just don't understand why yeah, he can't just get that up and down and close the door. So that's the thing. You, Sam Burns didn't choke. Tony Finau choked. Like he choked in that moment. He once, once he hits that drive on on ten, and Homa does what he does. That tournament has to be yours to win at that point. Tiger, it's, it, you know, go back. Tiger is that's up and down, and it's game over. Yeah, I mean, Brooks, a lot of players, Brooks, John Rahm, JT, like they're going to get up and down. They're going to score on that hole. Dustin Thomas, Dustin Don, I'm sorry, Dustin Johnson, he's going to win that. But like, so he's just, it's top five, Tony. Then, you know, he goes, he puts it in the bunker on 16 and leaves himself a tough. I actually thought he had a decent bunker shot. I think he just left himself in a bad spot and Homa hits a really good shot and game over. You know, it's, it's, what can I tell you? It's it's frustrating. I think Tony is a class act. He handles all of these losses with a ton of class, and I don't think anyone would say anything different, but it's very frustrating for myself and anyone who either bets him or puts him on their pool teams or just generally likes him, and it's I would assume it's very frustrating for himself, and I just I mean, want this guy to win a freaking to be tournament. Very, it has to be very frustrating for him. I'm going back. Because um, I want to say you called him an asshole at one point. <laughs> I think you called him an asshole. Like Tony Finau's an asshole, and now you're saying he's a class act. So no, I, I know that's it's just funny because in the group chat, I'm pretty sure you're like Tony Finau, what an asshole. Yeah, I, I'm sure I did. I that, by the way, that has nothing to do with what I actually think of him. It's 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 a it's a. Uh, pro- <laughs> Reflection hey, Pete, of, what are you, you doing some yard work or something? Right. There? Oh, it's some pipes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he's he's fr- that's just frustration is what that is. So, so you know, look, he he finishes second. It's great. <laughs> Here it is. All right, we gotta talk. Finau is such an asshole. <laughs> that was your quote. <laughs> oh, like, what, is that like like right after it did it, did look it was like right after hand. once yeah. he goes all right he's such an asshole <laughs> was that this week yeah, yeah that was, was this week that was like right after right after that was right after he missed the putt oh yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's fair i don't think that's an unreasonable response no one <laughs> when you lose a bet no one takes it out on the person like max does it is great um no look i tony you're a great guy. I everything about you seems terrific, but I just really want you to win, man. I think there might be a little bit of a rivalry, Max versus Tony, going here. Yeah, um, Max uh, Kleiner, that is not Max Homa, because I don't know if that's going to turn into a real rivalry. No. Um. So I know. Um. I know what. So here's my initial and 
as I get more and more into the PGA tour Riviera, I wasn't, I wasn't as taken aback by Riviera as I thought I would be. Oh, really? I thought it shined. I thought, I mean, listen, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of them were saying it was like playing championship golf. Like it was set up that way, which is fun. Always. Maybe it's just because you, we were seeing, you know, outside, maybe not so much pebble, but you, you on the, on the East, on the West coast early on, you're seeing wide bunkers and low scores. It's the first time you're not really seeing this and you're seeing the challenge. So I guess mentally I wasn't prepared for them to go in and, and see a lot of people struggle. I mean, like I, so many people miss fairways. It's missed fairways this week was crazy. Like, I thought I could have gone out there and win. Like I obviously would have gotten demolished, but the fairway hitting was low. I think what was, what I like about it is, um, you know, there's a penalty for missing the fairway, which in a lot yep. of a lot of weeks there is no penalty. And what was interesting is the the grass was not long, so it wasn't like it looked bad. But that I think that's just the nature of the grass and the way the angles are on the holes. Where like if you're out of position and you're in that grass, it's the grass is unpredictable in terms of the lies you get. And remember, it's old school. So the, the, the whole mm-hmm. dog leg left, they dog leg right. There's trees right. like it's, it's angles and position. If you're out of position, yeah. your second shot is really hard. And I think I really enjoy that. And I think it's interesting to watch and it's better than them just hitting their tee shots all over the place and sticking it to five feet regardless. It's fair. And that's why like on eight, that's why it was so impressive when Homa on 18 puts the, his approach shot in three feet, because I think that was the closest of the day. No, like no questions asked. I think on the mm-hmm. mic, they said it's 127. Take this club and just get it up as high as you can and land it and hope it sticks because it bounced like four feet off the ground and you're just hoping it catches at that point. Also, and the misses from your approach shot short with the Kikuyu, like it, it was grabbing balls, which it makes it very pop interesting. Up or it doesn't run up. You're right. Yeah. So it was, it was like, that's why I think 10 was a letdown because it seemed like everyone was taking their three wood out, kind of like not going for it right away. They would try and run it up and it never happened. See, I actually think what's um, potentially, if you want to call it a fraud, I, what makes it a great par, f- great short par four in theory should be that there's options, right? You can lay up, right. you can go for it. 80% of the guys went for it, which to me kind of takes some of the interest out of the short par four sort of options situation i think look i enjoy watching it it's kind of fun watching guys make a mess out of like a 300 yard hole um but i think it's less interesting now that these guys go for it every time and there's it's 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 honestly too hard for layup is what they all say it's like the second shot is too hard (laughs) that's what they're saying like you're better off even being in the bunker than yeah you know laying up um all right so we have any like if we have uh one or two more takes on the riviera here um, or the Genesis, I should say, at Riviera. Well, look, I think it was disappointing what happened on Saturday. It looked like it was going to get real windy. I mean, it was really windy. It looked like it was going to be one of these like carnage days, which, yeah. of course, we love to see. And they called it, which was disappointing. And when they came back, it was still nasty out when they came back. But Sunday was a lot calmer, and you saw yeah. that reflected in the scores. And I do want to touch on one thing, which is I think, you know, golf Twitter and, and just general, everyone was sort of up in arms about how these guys are, ah, they're, they're pussies. They're this they're wimps. You got to play in this stuff. You know, you get people showing the members texting the media, like, Oh, we, we play in this stuff, whatever, whatever. Here's the thing. There's not millions of dollars in the line when the members are playing. No. 
here's the thing. If you were, if you were playing in a golf tournament for millions of dollars and you put your ball on the green and the wind blew it off the green, what would you say? I mean, it's bullshit essentially. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, I'd be pissed. You'd be like, this is not playing conditions. And I think that's, to, that's what was going on. And, and, what I think, what I think that like maybe the average person doesn't realize is, with the the greens on these old school courses were not designed for the speed that the greens are at currently. Right. The grass used they used to, the greens used to be long, so like uh, some of those holes were built for a green that would run maybe like a seven or eight on the stint meter. They're now at like twelve or thirteen. They're not. The slopes are to such a degree that they're not designed for the greens to be that fast. And so when you have wins like that, it doesn't take that much for the greens to become pretty unplayable. I mean, the shot before they, the, the shot that before they uh, blew the horn, Keegan Bradley putted the ball. He was on the 10th hole, putted the ball off the green and it wasn't even close. He had like a 40 foot putt <laughs> and that ball was like, you know, whatever went flying past the hole gone. And I'm not saying I don't enjoy that from now and every now and then. And I'm I mean, not everyone saying, likes to see them. Like everyone likes to see clown golf every once in a while. But I, I, I do understand that like there has to be, you, you can't, you just can't have balls blowing all over the greens and you guys put, you know, come on. Definitely guys, can't, definitely can't have that. Can't so have I, I think that, you know, is what it is. Although, like I said, it would have been nice to watch some carnage. Um, but overall, I, I would give it a thumbs up. I did enjoy the tournament. So um, definitely oddly, yeah. I wasn't as invested as I was at Pebble. I was more invested at Pebble for some reason. I don't know why, but you like Pebble. I think you're just a Pebble guy. I do like Pebble. I like I like Pebble. I like the 18 on hold. I like the 18 hole on Pebble. But I'm actually pretty excited for this. Uh, it's so it's called the concession, correct? It I'm is. However, hold on. We gotta talk about Adam Scott. Oh yeah, Get, let me give you let me give you give me your one minute breakdown on this guy's outfits. Yeah, dude. So I, I just want to say for the record, I'm I'm a big Adam Scott guy. Okay, I think I've he's a cheater. Been. Yeah, no, you're not an Adam Scott guy. I'm an Adam no. Scott guy. Um, this guy when he came on tour, he was rocking Burberry. Like my man was repped by Burberry. Yeah. And you know, over the course of the years, he sort of went through. Uh, you know, a couple of different brands, but more recently he's been repped by Uniqlo, mm-hmm. which has been an utter disaster, utter disaster. And well, it's Japanese I, middle mist. I like Uniqlo. Yeah. I have plenty of Uniqlo clothes. I think they make great clothes, but this insistence on these shades of brown and <laughs> off red yeah. and like, you know, maroon, and, uh, very like noticeable max not so much an earth tones guy oh my god <laughs> what is he doing <laughs> like, come come for pants. the golf talk stay for the fashion talk like his pants are swinging all over the place he's, he's got swinging pants gary yo let me tell you i listen it wasn't good but he also know has a little bit of whack pants is tiger tiger just has some oh, where's where's some whack he, pants uh, sometimes dude, uh, look in my opinion, one of the wor- like worst dressed guys for years, Tiger. Okay. I, hate to, I mean, that's I hate, fine. I hate to say it. It's just, but the straw hat in '94. Mm. That might have been his best look. That was a good look. He's he's got, you know, uh, baggy pants. His color combos are generally terrible. I you hating I, on the this, red and black? 
the red and black is fine, obviously, but a lot of his his Thursday through Saturday scripting leaves a lot to be desired. And that's all I'll say. And it's been a bit of a tough day. So I, I'm I also wanna... I'm also very much on uh, anti mock turtleneck. I'm not a mock turtleneck guy either. My yeah. my dad well, was a huge PJ mock looks guy. like he's a turtleneck guy. PJ, I'm actually not, nah, but I'm looking up the Tiger Woods straw hat. I was like very like interested and not gonna he's looking fly. No, that's the shirt's unreal too. Yeah. There's that. I have an Instagram ad following me around right now where it's just apparel with him doing that, like, walk-off win walk, like as a silhouette. I, I might have to buy the sweatshirt. The government. Unbelievable. No, he, their Instagram is just dying for me to pay for things. He, he was killing it back then. I I mean, I mean, just look at – I mean, it's a Tiger fashion show. Yeah, All right. No. Let's, anyway, get, let's get Adam into – Adam Scott, do better, yeah. man. Do better, Adam Scott. I mean, I've been to a Uniqlo. They have great clothes, so make love it the, I love Uniqlo. I have tons of Uniqlo stuff. I have a pair of their jeans. They're unbelievable, very comfortable, like wearing sweatpants. Um, okay, so it's at the concession, right? I keep saying this right. I want to say conception or concession. It's concession. This right. is the first yeah. tournament that it's ever hosting in terms of the PGA, correct? Correct. That is correct. It hosted the U.S. Amateur most recently that Bryson DeChambeau won. Okay, over. so he's gonna played. Be, that was going to be my fun fact on one of my oh, best sorry, bets. Peach. Oh, Peach. Uh, you got to get up way early. You got to get on day to golf earlier than Max. I mean, to There's... be fair, I did, I did put it in the show notes, and I did uh, write it. So, right, I can't, we'll I, so you credit. really weren't keeping it a secret. I wasn't keeping it a secret, but I didn't know if anyone would pick up on that. So maybe you know, maybe people are reading the show notes. I, uh, look, so this being the record, world golf, PJ too, gets, P, that was PJ's fun fact, not mine. But I, okay. I do have another fun fact. Uh, the name Concession Golf Club. Uh, it's named after it's a Jack Nicholas and Tony Jacklin uh, design, and it's named after a famous concession. I knew about this. Uh, the Ryder Cup, right? Yes. Yes, I did know about this. He conceded a putt the Ryder Cup. Yes, gets it's um, so 1969 Ryder Cup. Uh, Anyone who thinks I don't do my research, go outside and smack yourself in the face because I do. So no, that's where it gets its name. That's a lot of fun. That's a, those are two very good fun facts, boys. Pretty good, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, from what I've, I haven't, I, I, ha, I can't find a course flyover, so I can't suggest that a thousand times this week on the podcast. But I have read a little bit about the concession, and um, it seems like it's a little bit of a wonky course. It's going to be wider. It's going to have weird angles, kind of. You know, funky greens going on. So they said, I, I've been reading that there's probably going to be a scoring gap. You're going to have some guys who score really well. Then you're going to have some guys that just get absolutely owned by this place. Um, it's actually kind of fun, Max, because we really can't sit here and break down the course at all. Yeah. To be honest with you, we haven't seen it yet. Um, it's no. a shame that it doesn't get to go to Mexico because the Mexico tournament's always fun. But these, yeah. these World Golf Championships are, are just loaded fields. And uh, that's what makes the betting so great on these ones. Um, early, early guys that we like before we get into the uh, the betting game that we have. Uh, yeah, um, I'll throw some names out and and we can talk. And I think I think your point is right. It's it's been a little bit tough to handicap this just because we don't have the course, um, the course history. Um, but based on I think you know some of the research and, and things that. I've read, I'm sure you guys have, have read the same is it, it, it sounds like a long, so it's long, it's 7,400 yeah. yards. It's water all over a the lot place. of water. Um, the par fives 
um, are not all reachable. Um, so there's, um, there's a 606 yard hole that, you know, I mean, for maybe Bryson and DJ, some of those guys are freaks. They can probably get there, but, uh, you know, there's, there's some real three shotters. Um, and that's interesting, Max, because when you're looking at outright winners, I mean, Dustin Johnson plus 650, he's going to be the favorite in any tournament he's in. Second longest driver on tour, Roy McIlroy plus 1600. And then DeChambeau, the longest driver on tour, plus 1800. So you big hitters are, are pushed towards the top of the, of the field this week. Yeah, it, it feels like one of those where um, you may just you may just want to rest on sort of what you know, which mm-hmm. is, you know, the big dogs are going to bomb it. And, 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 you know, that's generally good. Um, it's, I, I, I was reading earlier, Jason Sobel on the action network. He said that um, WGC events are one, uh, if not, I, I got to look back and see, but most recently by, players in the top 20 in the world mm-hmm. so um you you know may want to go with a with a big guy um he another way to think about it is this the way they structure the the wgc's is they bring players from around the world the best players from around the world and so and what that does in some cases it brings guys from the european tour and mm-hmm. um the tommy Lad making the making the debut this week oh that's huge yeah huge and, you get a lot of international players, but the truth is a lot of them just, they're not going to win. So in a field of 72, if you were to look at like the bottom, bottom tier, I mean, there's probably, you know, easily 15 to 20 guys here that you can write off. It's, it's, it's a 50, you know, it's like a 50 um, player field. So I'm going to say this out loud because every time I like say someone's probably not going to play well, they wind up playing well. So I'm going to speak this one into existence. This course doesn't seem like it lines up for Tommy Fleetwood overly well. Um, I don't know From what I've read that. earlier turns. You could be right. I think I always struggle with the euros early in the year because there's just not a lot to go off of. Like they usually play in Dubai and, mm-hmm. and, and then Justin Rose is coming over California and they show up in Florida and you're kind of (laughs) like, I don't know if I have a great feel for your game, but I know like, you know, Tommy is an elite ball striker, which I think plays anywhere. Right. And I mean, you also have Justin Rose is coming over. So like there's this, I mean, this is a really good field. I'm looking at the field now. I mean, this is, this is going to be a fun tournament. It's going to be even more fun because we don't know what we're going to get from the course, which, which makes it like very intriguing. Um, so, I, yeah, a hundred percent. And I think, from a, from a name's perspective, I th- I'm gonna say Pat Cantley is still interesting. My mm-hmm. take is now I think this is his fourth tournament in a row. Um, I could see a little where you know I could see a little. I, I wonder if maybe that's what happened to him towards the end of the Genesis, if he just kind of wore down a little bit. I mean. Uh, my guy missed like a two foot putt on Sunday along um, somewhere along the yeah. way. Um, but if he's not worn out, I mean, he's still probably been the best player on tour this year. He's been, yeah, I mean, he leads the FedEx cup. Yeah. Um, Justin Thomas plus 2000. Those are pretty good odds. Too. That's 
that's a great number. He all, you know, he missed the cut, but big deal. I there's no uh, Ian Poulter, right? We all we all agree that Ian Poulter's a jerk. Um never seen the guy play for sure. Okay. He, Love it. Love it, PJ. <laughs> PJ just he, dude, He's a rider cut, he's a rider cut monster. He he really <laughs> is. Um Brooks is plus twenty two. I mean, two was that three weeks after a win? Uh, Sergio's playing. Um, that guy. Who else did I did I like? Ah oh, man, I still want to like Rory, but last so he apparently changed yeah. shafts in his irons. I I don't know. I I'm kind of like now I want to see. I'd rather be a week late than a week early, if that makes sense. Like I kind of want to see something. Is he yeah. just so brutal from 150 yards in? It's hard to like. Yeah, I, but I, just, I mean, like, kind of like what we talked about. I mean, is is his distance going to save him this week? Which is, like, I mean, it's it's almost like we're talking in circles here. It's like we don't know. We have to see what the course is going to present to them. I mean, Thursday and Friday are going to be extremely interesting just to see how it's going to play, and then going to Saturday, Sunday, how they're going to make it harder on them. So, yep, it, no, it's totally. This agree. is one of the more intriguing. Um, tournaments we're going to get this year just because of so there's just so many unknowns with the course so with that let's get into uh the water hazard three-man scramble uh that's what we're going to be calling the betting game from now on we need to actually give it a name so i get i, I gave it the three-man scramble name that's presented uh, presented by points bet use promo code waterboys that's w-o-o-d-e-r-b-o-y-s everyone here at the water hazard podcast bets with uh points bet if you use that promo code to uh, sign up, that's WW. I'm sorry, it's Waterboys, W O O D E R B O Y S, a $250 match up to $500 in New Jersey. If you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler. So I believe, let's do a little quick recap of last week. I know, mm. I know PJ is the winner at Riviera, so he has two wins under his belt this year. Thank you. Thank you. Give a little round of applause for myself real quick. Yeah, two-time two, team, two, two time winner on tour already. I'm the Pebble Beach champion, which I'll take away from that. And Max still, he's Tony Fee now in it right now, and he's still looking for his first win. Still looking for, for the W. And, and uh, in terms of season long, um, in, in how we're keeping our standings, PJ is uh, a 28% return, Gary Oops. minus 20%, and I'm at a minus 30%. So okay. PJ is still... I'm at like sports handicapper level right now. Yeah, that so sounds pretty yeah, good. PJ's making you money, Gary. And PJ, I are you much. are you going to be sticking to the super system? Actually, let's find out. PJ, go ahead. Let's take your let's, let's hear your first pick here. All right, here we go. First pick, you guys. I touched on it a little bit. I'm going Bryson DeChambeau top twenty minus one forty three. He's the only person here that and on the field that we know has won something. On this course, as we alluded to before, mm-hmm. and the NCAA championship beating CT Pan in 2015. Wow, um, the well known CT Pan. And, CT. Just, and listen, here's a good stat that I found in three starts that he's had this year, he's finished between seven and 18 in all of them. So, top 20, that's right around where he's been. Not Bryson? asking for anything else. Yep, seventh, except 18. for his missed cut last week. Yeah, yeah well, th- I mean, that's not Peach. what the stat said. So, okay, PJ's <laughs> in okay. what. What have you done for me lately? Doesn't matter yeah. to PJ. Yeah, last All week right, PJ. Classic bounce back stop spot. Okay. All right, I'm gonna take everyone's favorite villain, Patrick Reed, to finish top ten plus two seventy five. Yeah, that's that's. I, I I was looking at him. I he's. I think that's a solid. He's just he's just too good at golf to to not pay attention to. I I also. I'm almost hate betting him too because I want to root against him, but if he wins me money, it's gonna make me like him. So. 
I'll yep. take Patrick. Reed. That's fair. That's that's just a hedge for sort of life, you know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. I am going to go with the. I I hate to steal your guys's kind of method here, but okay. Uh, now you're gonna you're gonna get yeah, in on the super system now. The, he's last. Yeah. He's in last place. It's like oh, I gotta go on the super system. Well, well not see, exactly. He, he, listen, he. He's so far down that he should take Super System like three and start taking crazy odds here. Well, I I'm going to go in the middle. I'm not going all the way into negative odds. That's ridiculous. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to guess start, you're a believer in the Super System. I'm going to start with Gary, your boy. Oh, Sung J M. Ooh, yeah. With a great work on the pronunciation there. Oh yeah. So uh, I'm going to take him for a top 20 at plus 120 i had i had that one written down too that was one of my oh, one of my that's huge yeah i had that, that one written down so you took you did steal one from me oh i love that even more he'll probably not do it now <laughs> no i mean whatever you gotta tell yourself man right yeah he'll probably finish 21st so now i got now i'm scrambling for one luckily you have a second pick to take here so i gotta scramble and find a one that fits the super system um hold on wait a minute uh-oh. Did I go out of turn? No, you had two picks. You just go again. Gary, who'd you take before me? I took uh, Patrick Reed, top 10. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, all right, I am going to take another page out of Gary's book. I've been loving what Gary's been doing in, in the nationality props. If you take my nationality prop, I'm going to end the podcast now. I, look, I... I mean, you can I take just, it, but if you take my player again, you, you can't steal two picks. I just love what you're doing. I'm sorry. Okay. And I'm hitting on them too. I'm going to go top England player. Okay, good. You stayed away from my, my country. Tommy Ladd, plus 400. You son of a bitch. I had that one written down too. I had it written down. I wasn't going to take it. It got pushed off to my side one, but I, I don't hate where your head's at. I want that was, that was me going to be taking one as a general interest pick. Oh, I, I love that. Because I so badly just want to root for Tommy Ladd. I know. I know. Okay. I, I, I'm probably going to take him every tournament he plays. Yeah. I had him in my golf pool a few years ago, and he had that really disappointing year. But, man, did I enjoy rooting for the hell I, out of him. He, he, he's – by the way, I'm sure there'll be a time. He's another one who's had some trouble closing out tournaments. Yeah, but he's Tommy Ladd, so. I know. I know. You can't hate on Tommy Ladd. All right, here we go. A top 40. I got mm. for you at minus one fifty four. Jason Kokrak He's playing <laughs> some nice golf lately. I'm using the super system with lower odds. I'm taking Jason Kokrak. It's okay. Good thing we don't, it's good thing we don't account for losses. Like it's literally Gary has like nothing to lose. Like it hits, he gets like money. If it misses, it's okay. You literally him. did it all last week. I well, mean, no, mine he loses were, five to be bucks. fair, mine was minus 125, minus 112, and plus 110. <laughs> it's minus 154. It's not like it's – I mean, the first week was like minus 268. Oh, I, I like must that. have misheard you. I swear you said something higher than that because now no, I'm going to get mean, roasted for my next pick. Yeah, let me oh, hear it, PJ. Which is Tony Finau, top 20, minus 167. <laughs> I mean, I, that's a lock. I, I Listen, it's a lock. I mean, yeah, I would have taken him top five, PJ, if you were smart. It's just the gut. Top five Tony. Nah, he's just gut feeling. He bounces back. And then my last pick. Oh, yeah. People have been saying that for like three years now. My last pick is an actual bounce back spot. I got Justin Thomas plus 
at top 10 plus 165. Listen, he was terrible. 150 yeah. in the two rounds he plays. Um, Gary had him top 10 or top five last week. Uh, apparently his grandfather passed away. Yep. So apparently that could have played a factor into it. God rest his soul. And he bounces back here. And he, I, I'm not gonna, I think he does very well. So I'm going to go top 10 plus 165. Let me tell you something. There's a general rule when you bet. If there's a family tragedy or a death, you bet that player because if it, it, it mm. only can, it can only go terrible or really well. So like I, 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 I tout this all the time. Second Kobe died, bet the Lakers to win the championship. Cashed in on it. Well, that's a good it's, thing. Yeah, it's, that's you like got it. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, like I know it sounds terrible, but human emotion plays a huge role in sports. Adrenaline, we talk about it all the time. Hmm. I, I, it's not a super system for nothing, guys. All right, here we go. Now, here comes my, here comes my nationality. I'm taking the dog. Plus 300, top Australian player, Cam Smith. Ooh, the mullet. This guy is sex on a golf course. I he's, asked, he's, he is an electric factory, and he is dying to win. He, look, we tweeted it out. It said, please be in contention on Sunday. And he was. And he was floating around. And wasn't he going toe-to-toe with Dustin Johnson at the Masters in November? Uh. Oh, yeah, he was around, him and Sunday. Yeah. This is a guy, I'm telling you. He plays Cam tough Smith, courts as well. Cam Smith, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a dirt dog. He's a dirty dog. He's out there trying to win tournaments in a greasy way. So give me him as a top Aussie this week. I agree with that. I think that's – that's, that's Plus 300. Um, I like that. I think, I think Cam Smith is the real deal. He, oh, he, yeah. plays, he plays good on – on tough tracks. Um, I mean, if you have them, you can't wear that hair and not be good. Uh, yeah. Or you could wear that hair and be terrible and lose your card. So I mean, there's, there's only two extremes. Um, so all right, it's back to me. Yep. Yeah. Last, last one. All right, last one. Uh, I'm going to go Brooks for a top 10. Yeah. Top 10 at plus 235. Plus 235. Okay. I just, we also you, you also have to hope like on the last day the final group is DeShambo, Reed, and Brooks, right? Just just a pure hate field. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, I'll now that I've I've gotten through this, I'm gonna throw a little stat at you guys. Uh oh. That you know, uh, you you should have seen if you were paying attention. But um, Justin Ray tweets most strokes gained total per round on the pj tour florida swing last five years first tiger 2.1 let's go two sung jm 2.08 it's my boy three tommy fleetwood 1.95 four your boy my boy hate the way he's dressed adam scott yeah not my boy he's a cheater and then Rory at 1.92. Okay. <laughs> Good stats all around. Um, <laughs> all right. So what we're going to do is I'm actually going to skip PJ's golf advice this week because we're doing a little bit longer with Tiger. And, I, and we're getting a little long-winded here. So, boys, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna wrap it up. Well, it's the same way we always do. We're going to go around the table. Outright winners. We'll start with Max this week. Um, first thing I want to say, just quickly before that, mm-hmm. and not to be – continuously long-winded but check out our new logo oh yeah oh, the most electric it's the most electric logo in podcast history and um it's 
sorry, I, I, I meant to do, we should have done this in the beginning, but I do want to shout out the lovely artist who helped us yes. uh, with this, who is my, my longtime friend. Uh, her name is Marianne and I will plug her Instagram. Uh, this underscore is underscore Mary M A R I um, makes a lot of cool sort of uh, street art, um, like uh, graffiti style um, pieces. Like, um, what do you call these guys? They're like these little figurines that she only really, really interesting, really interesting things with. Um, she's great, super talented. Like I said, longtime friend of mine. So, um, if you like like the logo, uh, check out her Instagram. And uh, big shouts to to Marianne who who hooked us up. Yeah, she she did a great job, and you can get a piece of that electric logo in the Waterboy store. The uh, Water Hazard logo T-shirts are up for sale in black and white. We'll make sure we're, we put that we tweet that out and we put it in the description of this um, podcast. But let's do it. Let's do it, boys. Who's who we got as winners this week? So Max, go ahead. I am gonna go. Oh, man, I. Oh, here's a sorry. Here's another question. Uh oh. Are we allowed? Is this like a one and done situation? Are we allowed to pick the same winner multiple times throughout the year? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is just who yeah, you think's gonna win this week. Yeah. You know what, guys? I'm going big tone. I'm going. You Gina. son of a bitch. Back. I'm doing it. I don't you, care. Okay. Wait, who's big tone? God damn you, PJ. It's Tony Finau, <laughs> bud. Okay. All right. It's big all tone. Right. Come on. With the right. guy we've been talking about the entire podcast. All right, so Max got Tony Fina. Do you have the odds on this guy? Well, I have him up here. He's uh, plus 2,500. Yeah, Still no love because he doesn't win. Yeah, it's top five Tony. All right, uh, what do you got, Peach? Um, I got Justin Thomas, plus 2,000. Bounce back. Bounce back. Love it. All right, here we go. If Max is going to take a guy who refuses to win, I'm also going to do the same thing. Give me Xander plus 1,600 to win the whole <laughs> thing. Max and I will both have winners if we just took him top five. All right, boys. Um, good episode. Uh, we'll be back next week. Talk about a loaded field. Uh, hopefully we have a better update on Tiger for you next week. We yep. wish him the best and his family. But for Max and PJ, I'm Gary. Thank you for listening to the Water Hazard Podcast.